0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You are listening to Session 67, Sweet Sorrow. The remaining members of the Cover of Night and their rescued allies have escaped into the Corvosan Sound, and now they're about to learn why the former Seneschal of Corvosa had to go into hiding. What secrets have come at the price of Ophelia's life? This session features sound effects by Sirenscape and music by Michael Gelfi Audio. More on those at the end of the session. And now, let's check back in with a little rowboat desperately fleeing the looming shadow of Corvosa on Curse of the Crimson Throne. Beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome, welcome back, back to, to Curse, Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne.
1: Throne.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh. Well, well, well,
0: well. Well, 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 well. That was quite an episode we just finished.
1: Uh-huh. Oh boy. <laughs> so. So. Gloria is dead.
0: Gloria is dead. Ophelia is dead. Ophelia is
1: also dead. Uh and we are on the run. Uh-huh. Having uh all of you uh, I would say framed for the murder of Gloria Arcona, but you did do we it. We did.
0: We did totally murder him. <laughs>
1: but but maybe framed in the way that you did it.
0: Yeah, we did it for noble reasons. Yes.
1: However, the nobles have set their own reasons.
0: Ah, I see what you did there.
1: I did. Ah. did. And so you were given payment for a job well done from Vamanda. Yes, we were. Also known as Malia Arcona. Mm -hmm. And then you were on your way. Yes. Fleeing through the sea caves beneath Palace Arcona. Yes. And you are able to get away. Uh, It seems that Palace Arcona is more open to you now.
0: Huh.
1: Now wow. that you have uh, done a good job for the reigning noble uh-huh. of House Arcona. Mhm. Noble's a strong word. Uh-huh. Um, and you know we had quite a finale there and unfortunately the budget has now run out.
0: You would not believe how expensive it is to have a person transform into a cat man and back. You know, the set design
1: was quite impressive, I think. It was. It was really uh, cool. But we, You know, we paid for it. it was yeah, you know, expensive. if
0: if you're actually making a practical effect of the uh, huge uh, stone elephant... You know,
1: did we need to do that?
0: I mean, I thought we could have just done
1: CGI, but people were concerned about how the lighting would work. Well, anyway, the point being, we are now in a boat. Yes. On the Corvosan sound. Yes. And we are making our way across, and it is just... A group of people in a boat.
0: And the sound is silent.
1: Well, it's not silent. You have seagulls crying. <laughs> the bastards.
0: Shut up! I'm trying to have a moment here
1: And um the sound of the waves sloshing against the sides of the boat as mm. Neolandis pulls at the oars.
0: (laughs) Lenore once again takes the oars from Neolandis. Once again, takes
1: the oars. Who's (laughs) still recovering from being tortured. So, uh, now we do have a little bit of budget left, so we do still have Mark Ruffalo.
0: Yeah, we don't have to have just shots of him from behind as we have We have have to hire Nolan North. Nolan North.
1: Let's be real. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Nolan North! (laughs) You might notice that Nolan North sounds just like me for the rest it's of this. It's because
0: Nolan North
1: is such a good voice actor, he can sound exactly like Rain. He sounds exactly like Rain. So, <laughs> Lenore is pulling at the oars Yes, as the sun sets over the bay. The sky washed with orange.
0: <laughs> Bands of dark cloud. Yes. Just so that we can have the nice, stripy sky.
1: Yes. Uh, and... Neolandis, uh, sort of... So. Is anyone going to catch me up on... what I've missed while I've been locked away?
0: Uh, you know... things have gone to shit. Why? Like, um, Queen Eleosa... Uh, recruited a bunch of um, people from the Church of Ergothoa to make a disease that killed a lot of people. She was trying to wipe out the entire city. Huh. Uh, And then she used the fear from that to... give her own uh, police force, the Grey Maidens, uh, sort of a blanket permission to enter anybody's house for any reason. And... They've been doing that with impunity. And... Mm. Uh, they... Burned the bridges between the mainland and Ender Nile. And set up a blockade keeping anybody from going to Ender Nile. I guess in the hopes that the... Um, blood Veil would kill people there even after we made the, uh, the cure. And, you know, we rescued you at... No small cost to ourselves.
1: I see. Um... Well, you're... down a member, I see. Yeah. From when you found me. Yes. Well... Um... I'm sorry for your loss. At least we all fit in the boat now. Yes. Um... Well... Uh... He looks at... Carlo, And he goes... So... Old friend... What's the plan? Carlo, um, has sunken against, up against the uh, prow of the boat. I'm not entirely sure. I had thought we would go overland, pull the boat on the northern shore and make our way north toward Harse. Yeah. We we'll only let us go as Harse, yeah. Well, there's a, prom- there's a primary road that runs between Corvosa and Harse that's very close to the shore. So... Maybe we stick to the boat? Well, if it's probably going to be patrolled if a noble is dead.
0: Yeah...
1: A member of the Council of Five, no less.
0: Shit. That's right.
1: Things are going to be very difficult in the city for a while. Yeah. We could take the boats as far as Veldrain, but they'll probably have the chains raised, so... Uh, sorry. The what? The chains across the mouth of the Corvosan Sound. They're chains? Oh, yes. um, Meant to repel invaders, or I believe in this case, probably to keep assassins in.
0: Uh, That's inconvenient.
1: We could take the boat as far as Vildrain. Probably pull up on shore slightly east of there. Okay. But, of course, we'll have to look out for the Sable Company, who will be patrolling...
0: Oh. Uh. Mm. Lenore sort of trails off. Damien
2: uh, speaks up. Actually, uh, the Sable Company is totally disbanded. All of its resources have gone to the Grey Maidens. See, um, Marcus Endren tried really hard to kill the Queen. And actually, it looked like he had killed her and then her body knitted back together and um, she fucking killed him. And then the Sable Company was,
1: you know. Marcus is dead?
2: Yeah, and then they stuffed his body in a bag, so who knows what they're doing with it now.
1: Keeping it out of the way of people that could resurrect him, I suppose.
2: Casting Speak with Dead on it. Animating it as an intelligent undead. Who knows?
1: Were you working with Marcus Entren?
2: We were. Primarily, we were working with Marcus Endrin to thwart the plans of the Order of the Pyre. There's been some rumblings from the Hell Knights about a particular... Damien glances at Unia. Cult of Aredin. That has become popular.
1: At which point, uh, Neolandis looks at Unia and notices the Holy symbol and goes... What? Eridan is not dead. He gives you a very incredulous look, like... Okay... Lenore, uh... What the hell happened while I was out?
0: Uh... y is telling the truth. They raised me from the dead. I saw I was scary as fuck. Um... How did he come back? I I don't, I don't I don't know. He's never actually been dead or something. He's that doesn't
1: seem like likely.
0: He's on the shadow plane. There's like, maybe he is dead. I don't know. Look, I was coming back to life. It was not a very coherent vision.
1: Hmm. So Aridin's alive on the shadow plane.
0: Or oh, some part of Marcus him is.
1: Marcus Entrin is dead. Yes. And in. The Queen's custody. Yes. Being used for gods know what.
0: And you are alive.
1: I am. But unless we find a place where we can hide me. Not for long, I believe. Do any of you know the spell non-detection?
0: Uh let me check. <laughs>
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> it is on
1: basically everything every but.
0: list except mine <laughs> it is not on the blood ranger list it is not on the magus list it is not on the druid list it is on the ranger list though
1: <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> god damn it um no I don't think any of us know non-detection
1: when uh, Carla goes wait um I had an amulet in my effects. Uh, that help us to conceal Neolendus.
0: We gave it to a kid that the Order of the Pyre has been trying to kidnap. He knows something oh. about the dragon artifacts.
1: Oh. Neolandus goes. If he knows something about that, then you probably made a good decision.
0: Yeah, um... What do you know about
1: them? Well, you've been... Helpful to me in... Catching me up. Ylandus... Rubs the back of his head. Uh, I suppose I should... Tell you. When you are friends of... Vincarlo. So. It's probably best... To go back... To the beginning. It was... A few years ago, when Iliosa Avonshi came to Corvosa, she took an immediate liking to Eadred. As I understand, she was supposed to have an arranged marriage in Cheliax, but she grew quite fond of Eadred. And I had my suspicions, as many did. But for the first few years of their marriage... She was petulant, (laughs) but faithful. And then there was a change. She had always been a vain woman. And she quite enjoyed the power that came with the title of queen. And the free reign it gave her within the castle. However... Not all parts of the castle are meant to be open to anyone. Mm -hmm. Even the king and queen have their limitations. I had in my possession a key to the deeper treasuries of Castle Corvosa. And it was this key that Iliosa stole. Oh, shit. She delved into the treasuries and soon after I noticed that the key was missing there was a change at first I thought she was just growing into her role and thinking herself more powerful but soon it became clear she was more careful with her words less willing to insult more willing to control the tact of a master in deception that she had not had before. And I, of course, began looking through old records, trying to find what in the vaults could have done that. Unfortunately, before I could find an answer, the king succumbed to the disease.
2: Um. About this disease, we never really got a chance to look at it, but we sort of suspected that it was done by the same kind of Ergotho and magic as Veil vale was in the end, that there's not really a way it can be cured yes. by physical means.
1: Well, I had my own investigation going during the procedure. We had clerics come to the castle, powerful ones. The archbanker, the head of the Church of Asmodeus... Even Bishop De Bear herself. None of them could cure the disease, which made me wonder if it even was. One of my advisors decided to check for alternatives. The king was poisoned. Oh shit! A poison designed to mimic the effects of leprosy. Of course, to deliver such a poison, someone would need access to the king in a way that his usual guards would not be able to detect. And there were only a few people with that kind of access to the king.
2: Damien looks uncomfortably at the bag of holding where Ophelia's body lays. Would a person like that happen to be a person who was
1: painting his portraits? Possibly. You're speaking of Trinia Sabor.
2: She was a suspect. We didn't think that she did it, but Damien looks at Carlo, The person you hid her with really thought she did it. She said she saw her, and we thought it could be a trick, it could be a disguise.
1: Uh, the only people that would have had access to the king in ways that they could have bypassed his usual guards were myself Iliosa, I suppose this painter, and his brother. His brother? Yes. They don't like to talk about him, but the king does have a brother who's kept in the castle. I decided to further my investigation, and so I confronted Queen Iliosa about it. Now, as much as you may be speculating about this or the other, it was after I confronted Iliosa that I found Red Mantis assassins bearing down on me. So I believe we have narrowed the list of suspects down considerably.
2: Yeah. So Iliosa found something in the vaults that changed her. Yes. She poisoned the king and took the throne.
1: The assassins attacked and left me poisoned as well. different kind of poison. Slower acting. I fled to hide with Salvatore Scream and recover, but unfortunately it was very difficult to maintain my cover and find healing. But in the time I did manage to enter Endrin Academy with the help of Marcus Endrin and look through records that had been moved out of the castle for security purposes. And it was here that I found the answer to the question of what could have changed Iliosa. You see, the castle has stood here for longer than any of us truly know. And in the time before Cheliax claimed this land, it was guarded By the Shawanti. And they spoke of a powerful relic called Midnight's Teeth. It was said that their greatest shamans sealed it away within the Grand Mastaba hundreds of years ago, never to be removed. I did more research seeking to find what Midnight's Teeth could refer to. And the greatest example that fit the description was a legend from Ustalav. Hundreds of years ago, the Counts of Ustalav were plagued by Orcish incursions from Belkzen, and they sought anything they could to end the onslaught and secure their borders. In their desperation, they turned to Zonkuthon and begged for some form of aid. The prayers were answered by a blue dragon named Kazavon, who took the form of a human champion. He rallied the forces of Ustalav and drove back the orcs. But when the lords of Ustalav came to secure their lands, they, too, were slaughtered. He claimed this new land in his own name. In the name of Kazavon. This was a betrayal not only of the lords of Ustalov, but of Zon-Kuthon himself. For this betrayal, he was slain. But his body could not be destroyed. The pieces of Kazavon's body were bound into relics that were scattered across the world so that he could never return. I believe Midnight's teeth and the fangs of Kazavon are one and the same. Mm-hmm. And the influence that now bears on Iliosa suggests that Kazavon's mind is infecting her own.
2: It's the crown, then.
1: The crown? She
2: has a crown. It's made of bone and teeth. And Ah. she's been wearing it recently. And that child we talked to you about, the Order of the Pyre was forcing him to draw under the effects of legend lore what he saw, I'm guessing about Kazavon. And he drew this crown and a lot of chains and sort of unclear pictures of the other relics. Hmm. But it was this crown that Ilios is wearing now.
1: Yes. Well, if she is now openly wearing a crown of fangs, then I believe we have our answer. Certainly, Midnight's teeth and this crown of fangs must be one of the same.
2: We've learned some other things, too. Yes? Apparently, this... Crown or some remnant of Kazavan has been influencing artists Mm. on Endern Isle and in the surrounding area. And around the time that Queen Iliosa went down into the Grand Mastaba, the castle basement, they stopped getting visions. We saw some of Salvatore Scream's paintings. Yes,
1: I remember. Salvatore was desperate when I came to him.
2: Yeah. Um, a lot of other artists who had been inspired by this blue dragon were distraught at the disappearance of the visions. Salvatore had painted things much like what you describe of the story of this dragon. There were scenes of conquest and scenes of death and a blue-eyed man underneath a gate leading to Nadal and I think maybe this crown has wanted people to find it for some time. Certainly. Maybe Iliosa's just the
1: closest. Mm. The dangers of the Grand Mustaba have long been hidden away. Unfortunately, by merely opening the deeper vaults, Iliosa may have set things into motion that cannot be stopped.
2: What do you think's gonna happen to her?
1: If I had to guess, she is a young woman, she is still impressionable. I suspect the spirit of Kazavon will bend her to his will. And then, well, I don't know what you would expect a Zonkuthanite blue dragon to do, but I can't imagine it would be good.
2: There was a Zonkuthanite cleric who wanted to find Salvatore Scream, too. Mm Hmm? She said that the dragon had been naughty and that the Church of Zonkuthan was looking to find a way to punish him.
1: That would make sense. I didn't realize that the Church of Zonkuthan was so closely on his tail.
2: Yeah, neither did we.
1: Unfortunately much of the information about what was held in the vaults before has been lost. The deeper vaults were always sealed, so long as Corvosans controlled the city. To find any answer about what was there before, we will have to consult the historians of the Shawantiqua in the Cinderlands.
0: Oh! We've met the guy in charge of that place before. Uh, one of the elders... Um, what was his name? Uh, Thousand Bones. Thousand Bones, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we helped him get back a uh, body of yes, one of his... Uh, uh, Former chieftain yeah. of
1: the Scone Qua. Yeah. Well, he's a great ally of mine. And he would be my first point of contact. But... Unfortunately, Thousand Bones does not wield so much power anymore. His son now leads the Skoan Chief One Life. Okay. And the Skoan are but one on the council. Oh. So, unless Thousand Bones has the answers that we seek, we may need to petition the other clans. The Lyruun Kwa, Clan of the Moon. The Sklar Kwa, Clan of the Sun. And of course, Chief One Life of the Sconquoi, the Clan of the Skull. Of these three, Sconquoi are the most friendly with Corvosa. I could make introductions, unless, as you said, you've already met Thousand Bones once before.
0: Yeah, he's pretty chill.
1: What was the context of your previous meeting?
0: We were um, getting back the body of his grandson. Uh, who'd been murdered in Corvosa, and uh, his corpse had been taken by a serial killer and turned into a flesh golem. On second thought, that's probably not the best impression.
1: No. Well, you did recover the body.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing.
1: That's good. Neolandis sort of uh, nervously scratches the back of his head again. Um, If his grandson was just murdered... I doubt going to them right now would be. Welcome.
0: Yeah. There's also the problem that uh, our diplomat is. Uh, Lenore trails off as she looks at the bag of holding again. Uh, Squelch uh,
2: cuts in. Uh, she is um, swimming in another river.
1: Hmm. Do any of you have access to resurrection magic?
0: I can cost raise dead. However, I am concerned about the method by which she was slain.
1: You have the body? Yes. Very well. Um, and are you pulling the body out? Yeah, we'll pull the body out. Uh, and what what have you done with the body?
0: We, um, bandaged up the, uh, the head and, and sort of uh, attached it to the neck again. Um, and would have done what we could to, like, sort of clean it up a little bit. You know, it's... It still looks pretty bad.
1: Uh, uh, he would look at it and go, Ray's dead won't cover this. No. He pulls out a knife, and he... What are you doing? Cuts a little bit of her hair off. Stuffs it into a potion vial. Well, I can tell you now, you don't need the whole body.
0: I expect we'll need to cast Resurrection, then. Yes. I
1: would require a scroll... And a very expensive diamond. Hmm. Well, if you get a scroll, the diamond will have already been used in the crafting of the scroll. Usually in the ink. All right. But finding a scroll of resurrection will be hard. There's... hmm.
0: I imagine there are
1: few healers of that level in Hars. There are, in fact, no healers of that level in (sighs) Hars. Ah. Unfortunately, for that level of magic, there are really only four places in this region where that can be found. My first choice would, of course, be Bishop de Bear in Corvosa, but we probably don't want to go there right now.
2: Yeah, that seems like a bad
1: idea. If we're going to Harse, the closest places would be either Kermaga or Yanderhof. Kermaga, I would not recommend. Neither would I. Yes, well, one of the more powerful churches in Kermaga is, of course, the Church of Urgothoa.
0: Yeah. I was kinda hoping to get away from that when I came to Corvosa.
1: Now you say that Iliosa was in league with Ergothoans when she tried to kill the city.
0: Yeah, and the Red Mantis. They were working on uh a really, really nasty plague.
1: Yes, I, I was aware of the Red Mantis connection, of course, since the temple yeah, of my life. yeah, yeah. Um but they were Ergothoans.
0: Yeah, they were in an old temple of uh what was it again? Um Lasala. That was underneath yes. a uh, a warehouse that had belonged to the Arconas, but got ah, repossessed.
1: One. Oh. Yes, it was a registered temple right. of the Sala.
0: Yeah, and she knew about it because she claimed it under the powers of the Seneschal.
1: She shouldn't be able to do that. She picked a new Seneschal. Ah, of course. She picked a new son of Shul. Um
2: With with the approval of the Council of Five. Um, what? Yeah.
1: Why would they approve that?
2: Apparently she was, how did Behor put it, gilding some palms.
1: Hmm. You can see the gears turning in his head as he goes, it would be easy to convince Marcival, just dangle something shiny in front of them and they would vote for whatever she wants.
2: Yeah, they got... But, uh stone of some sort with some different writings on it.
1: But I can't imagine that any of the others would go for it.
2: Well, um, Arbiter Zenderholm stepped down from her position at the Church of Abadar. What? And sided with the Grey Maidens. Yeah, we tried to talk to her, but it didn't go well. Wait, Um, who are the Grey Maidens? The Grey Maidens are the Queen's police and military force. Uh, They're led by Sabina Marin.
1: Um, Sabina, the queen's bodyguard. Yeah. That's quite a step up.
2: There's a very torture-like process that they go through. They all have scars on their faces. They have heavy armor that kind of reminds me of Hell Knight armor, but not exactly. Mm. And they are all over the city now.
1: So she... You see him thinking. Zenderholm is working with them. Yeah. And not the Bank of Abadar. No. She was always so... Resolute.
2: Yeah, we tried to talk to her, and she was, we'll say, not very forthcoming.
1: <laughs> well, that's pretty typical. But, just abandon Abadar?
2: Yeah. It's weird. She took the uh, Death Head Vault and turned it into a barracks. A barracks? For the Grey Maidens, or for their... Initiates, I guess.
1: Hmm. So Zenobia is under the Queen's control, it would seem. Yeah. Gloria, though. Why would Gloria have gone for it?
2: I have no idea. Hmm. Maybe he wanted to stay on the Queen's good side while he secretly worked to undermine her.
1: I could also see Eliasia being swayed if the Queen promised something good for the University of Corvosa.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. We were going to talk to her. We never got a chance.
1: But Glorio and Tophornellos.
2: Academy has been completely closed off since the death of the king. We have no idea what's going on in there.
1: Toph would see this. If he said yes, then either this Kazavan is more powerful than we could have ever imagined, or he's planning something else.
2: The, um, the new Seneschal... Is Togamore a tailor
1: and Never bloat of mage
2: him. of he's he's a bloat mage of some power of Kermaga? I think he's from Kermaga the originally. Mages,
1: the bloat mages are strongest in Kermaga, yeah.
2: He, he made us some nice suits,
1: hmm. That might be worth investigating, actually. Finding out how a bloat mage came to be seneschal of Corvosa might be worth a trip to Kermaga. Okay. Of the places where you could find a Scroll of Resurrection, there's only, really, Kermaga, Yanderhof, and Riddleport.
0: Let's not go to Riddleport. It's a silly place. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I wouldn't recommend going to Riddleport. Uh, I lost contact with one of my agents who was keeping tabs on that some months ago. For more information on that, you should check out the Dice Crisis podcast. <laughs> I hear it's really good. <laughs> so, Riddleport's out, then. Yeah. Mm. So our choices are Kermaga or Yanderhof.
0: Oh, let's... Oh, gods. I never thought I'd say this. Um, let's go to Kermaga.
1: It might be worth investigating the Bloat Mages.
0: Edgar's from Yanderhof. He says it's pretty nice there. Mm. Uh, but,
1: yeah, the bloat mage thing is probably not good to ignore. You could always go to Yanderha first and get your friend restored and I feel like then go to Kermaga. We could. I feel like the more places we show up that are
0: good trading partners with Corvosa, though, the... more
1: likely it is you'll be found out, yes. Yeah.
0: Especially, you know, it's like, oh, a group of, you know, five or six unique looking individuals carrying enough money and uh weapons to fund a small town uh <laughs> who have a an otug with them uh Lenore looks at portobello and portobello kind of goes what? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i love you no uh, but you know it's we're not exactly inconspicuous so we should probably just uh try to get to wherever we can get the most done And then make our way to the... Cinderlands. Okay. My arms are getting tired. Do you want to take over, man?
1: Um, I... Yeah, I offered when we started. Yeah,
0: yeah, I (laughs) just, uh... I I felt bad because you've been tortured and... But... I'm not... This is working all of the wrong muscles. I haven't... I haven't rowed a boat in so long.
1: Huh. And, uh... Let's see you guys continue on for... A while... Uh, Are you sticking to the coast here? Yeah, yeah. The lighthouse is sort of passing out of view behind you now. Uh, You can still see the beam sweeping across the dark water.
2: Hi, Jagari Light. You were a great name for a beer.
1: In the distance, you see a column of smoke that seems to be lit from below that every, every now and then the lighthouse light sweeps over Corvosa and you can see plumes of smoke rising into the air from old Corvosa. The
0: city is burning again.
1: Hmm. Imagine it will burn until there is nothing left, or until the queen gets what she wants.
0: Why does she hate Endrinile so?
1: She's Chelish, and um, the Chelish do have a, an animosity to the poor. There's an ideal in Chelish society that poverty is a expression of a lack of virtue. Mm. You've probably seen that it carries over into Corvosan society. Yeah. But she is proper chelish, and so it's even stronger with her. And with a dragon twisting her views, she probably wants nothing more than to wipe away those she deems unworthy. Do
2: we have any idea what this dragon wants?
1: I wish I knew. Perhaps Thousand Bones can tell us. Unfortunately, the details on who Kazavan was or what he wanted were scarce. All we know is that he was called on by Ustalav. He betrayed Ustalav. And in vengeance, he was cut to pieces. I don't think that we could make our way to Ustalav to search their records. Doubtless they have things going back far enough. I hear that the memories of the Lords of Ustalav are longer than any others.
2: We have a uh, an enemy there.
1: Oh.
2: Uh a um a vampire by the mm. name of Ramoska Arkminos.
1: Arkminos.
2: We have a uh, locket of his. Mm. Uh he was working on Blood Veil as well.
1: I was Interesting.
2: We uh Tried to attack him. Uh, we tried really, really hard. And then he was like, I'm just going to leave now. If you let me leave, I won't kill any of you. And he totally could have done it. So. But he didn't. No. Strange. He just wanted to go back to Ustalov.
1: So the vampire had the chance to kill all of you. Yeah. And didn't.
2: Yeah. I feel like we could probably do ascending toward him or something and see if he has anything to say about this.
1: I wouldn't recommend it. Any opportunity to avoid a vampire, I would take it.
2: There. You're just but throwing spaghetti at the wall.
1: Perhaps he is old enough to have some memory of Kazavan.
2: <sighs> Maybe. Did he seem a like, like
1: a particularly old um, vampire? What constitutes an old vampire? Well, you know, the more the older vampires get, the less human they look.
2: Uh, well, he looked pretty, uh, pretty strange. Uh, very gray skin, pointy ears, totally bald. Nosferatu? Yeah. Ah.
1: Yes, he would be a very old vampire, then. They say that new Nosferatu have become very rare.
2: Hmm. okay. It's
1: a dying breed. The last prominent Nosferatu were in service to the Whispering Tyrant.
2: Oh, shit.
1: So it's been quite some time.
2: Yeah. Yes, I would love to knowledge check the Whispering Tyrant.
1: Because <laughs> um, uh, I know you know who the Whispering Tyrant is, but I know I some of take, our listeners not I will don't. take
2: the, the symbol of pain
0: off of Damien's sheet now. I think
1: that'd are, be knowledge history.
0: Are, are are we sixty feet away from the symbol of pain now?
1: Yes, <laughs> it's been more than an hour too.
0: <laughs> hey, all right, uh, knowledge. Sorry, knowledge what?
1: either Knowledge History, Knowledge Nobility, uh, or even Knowledge Religion.
0: Okay, uh, well I have a plus 15 to Knowledge Religion. History is
1: probably the easiest. Okay, I have
0: a plus 13 to Knowledge History. Come on, Damien. Oh, uh, Damien got an 18. Uh, I can have other people roll Knowledge mm-hmm. History though. Uh, I think everybody has Knowledge History, so.
1: Um, knowledge History. Can you a roll Knowledge History?
2: They can, they have a plus 10. All right, Uh, Unia rolled a 22.
1: All right, Unia, you know uh, the Whispering Tyrant is a powerful lich that was defeated in the year 3203. Ah. Um, You would know uh, the Whispering Tyrant particularly because he was the risen form of a wizard king named Tarbafon who was killed by Aridin Ah. in the year 896. So Tarbafon was killed in 896 and disappeared until 3203 when he rose again and uh, was defeated by the Shining Crusade yes. in 3827. So it took 600 years to defeat Tarbophon.
0: The only useful thing the Yamadeans have ever done.
1: Well, she, this was when she was still mortal, actually.
0: Damn.
1: Tarbifon killed the Herald of Eridan and Yamadae led the Crusade to try and retrieve the Herald's corpse. Yes. However, they were not able to do it. Uh, and Arozni, the Herald of Eredin, has since been lost.
2: So it's been a long time. Well, maybe when we go to Kermaga and get a Scroll of Resurrection, we can also get a Scroll of Legend Lore. We're going to have a little bit of time here, yeah? To sort of figure out how to best approach the Shuanti.
1: Yes. I suppose we. I should get in contact with them.
2: So if we're just going to be Laying low, I'm gonna be bored out of my mind. I'll ask some questions, see if I can divine anything.
1: By now, you would probably be over toward the other shore. Now, if you want, it's probably faster to go on foot along the shore. Yeah. Um, you can avoid the main roads, but. Stay off the road. Yeah. Lord um, of the Rings style. Yeah. Neolantis would be like, all right, anything that can't fit in the bag of holding, I'd recommend putting in the boat, especially anything identifying. We don't want them to be able to find us based on something that they know we have.
2: Ophelia's body.
1: That would be one. He takes the uh, vial containing her hair and drops it in the bag of holding. I suppose now is the time when you could say whatever words you need in the event that we are not able to bring her back soon. I'll leave you alone with her. Um, Give me a moment. And he grabs like a Hatchet. Actually, he would grab one of the cookeries and he goes over to the scrub brush and starts, like, cutting off pieces.
2: <clears throat> hey, Ophelia. I. Gods. I feel really stupid, you know? I. had a spell I could have cast. I don't know if it would have helped at all, but I could have tried. i i i was scared i lost track of what was going on i was there was so much there was the elephant and there was the, the the rakshasas and i my head just hurt so much and we need to bring you back because i can't apologize to a dead body it's not enough just um just wait okay we're gonna get you we're gonna bring you back
0: Damien's gonna uh, just uh, get up and wipe his eyes and sort of run his sleeve across his nose and step back no. Lenora will go up. Um I killed the shit out of the guy who did it if that makes you feel better. I wish it made me feel better. Um when Unia brings you back it's um it's going to be intense. It's gonna be pretty scary, um, but we're all waiting for you on the other side, and, um... Well, uh, we're going into a situation where we could really use your expertise, so... Uh, the party's not gonna do very well if I'm the only person who can try to diplomatize. I'm not very good at it. Uh, so... Um, you know, uh, we'll see you soon. Um, uh, I hope wherever you're at right now isn't too bad. And Lenore will go and start cutting up some scrub brush with uh, Neolandis.
1: Mm. And uh, he begins piling some of the drier wood uh, in the boat.
0: Unia will go over to Ophelia's body uh, and just set their hand on what remains of her shoulder. Worry not. You will be returned to us soon, and we will have our revenge. Behor's death was not sufficient. Squelch will come up, uh, as Yunia is walking
2: away. Ah, I heard what, uh, Yunia said. They're right. I gave Vamonda a second chance. And she wasted it. Hmm. She should have kept you from dying. She will see fire. Come back soon. Portobello will
0: gently caress Ophelia's face. Aww. Miss you. Aww. And they'll back up to uh, let the brush piling continue.
1: Vencarlo. Um. We'll take uh, one of his masterwork daggers bearing the symbol of Blackjack and uh, lay it on her chest and uh, cross her arms over it. I stand by everything I've said about you. You make a great hero of the people. You can keep this one for now. And... The rest, if you come back. The title is still waiting for you. And Neil Addis will look at all of you and go, Well, I didn't know her well, but just nods. I'm here. And I suppose I have her to thank for that. He grabs onto the edge of the boat uh, and digs his feet into the mud at the bank. And he goes, Anybody want to help me with this?
0: Everybody will come
1: over and uh, help push the boat out to sea. And uh, the waves, uh, you push it, push it down the uh, bank, uh, your feet digging deep into the muddy sand. And the waves take the boat. It begins to drift out into the Corvosan Sound. <sighs>
0: Lenore will um, take out her composite longbow, Mm -hmm. take one of her arrows out, on a strip of cloth, and put some of the uh, put some oil on it, and light it. Okay. And uh, fire an arrow out to the. uh...
1: (laughs) Make an attack roll. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) That's AC five, so just don't that one. Okay. Uh, She'll blood rage
0: for this. Sure.
1: Alright, so... the As you pull the string back, the uh, colors swirl (laughs) uh, along your skin. Let's off the arrow, and this trail of rainbow flames follows after it. Hits the boat, and the brush erupts into... Multicolored flames.
0: Tears are streaming down Lenore's face.
1: Vancarlo puts a hand on your shoulder. The <laughs> boat burns for some time. Before the pieces begin to break apart and fall into the water. And then uh, you feel uh, Neolandis clap a hand on your other shoulder and he goes, come on, we should, we should get into the uh, underbrush. Okay. When he, he hands you the cookery that he was using. You uh, probably better with this than me.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, She pulls out her um, faux shard. I can probably use this.
1: I mean, I suppose it will work. Cookery is naturally designed to cut through underbrush, though.
0: This sharp
1: <laughs> Honestly, does the cookery give you a bonus on cutting through brush cookery <laughs> no <laughs> it should plant pain <laughs> uh, I would say I would say that this should give you a plus one circumstance bonus on survival checks to get through to get along in the wild okay, okay. because that's what a machete does
0: um is it time to roll at survival checks? Sure. Alright, um, Lenore gets a plus one circumstance bonus uh, for the cookery. (laughs) Oh, Lenore got a natural one. Her eyes are burning because of the crying. Um, However, we do have Squelch, who is very very good at this. (laughs) Come on, Squelch. That's better. Squelch got a 33. (laughs) Squelch also isn't, uh, impeded by brush uh, because she has um, uh, woodland stride uh, so uh, areas of natural undergrowth and stuff are not difficult terrain for her mm-hmm. so she would sort of be going ahead uh, scouting ahead and finding good places for Lenore to cut through and uh, finding you know trying to find um, good, good places to follow along the road while still remaining hidden uh, Damien has a rank in survival Let's see how Damien does. Oh, Damien helps. Damien helps. Very good. And I do not believe Unia has any ranks in survival, but it's worth it to check. They do not. Uh, but they do have a plus five because they're very wise. So let's see if they help. Nope. <laughs> Unia is um, slotting at some bugs that are biting at their arms and hands. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's some mosquitoes getting at you at this point. You guys, don't sell that bug repellent, do you? Uh, vermin repellent. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> I think we still have like two
0: vermin repellent. Amazing. Let me, let me check. Oh no, I guess we sold it.
1: <laughs> yep. Now, now you regret that. Decision, God, huh? yes. All right. Um. Yeah. You uh, you guys are. Yeah, so we fine. got a thirty-five. So you'll be moving like half your normal speed. Mm-hmm. You find enough food to supply yourselves uh, as we get toward probably around like midnight. Right? Everybody give me perceptions. Oh boy.
0: Oh boy. All right. Uh, Unia is up first because their sheet is open. Unia. Holy shit. Um, so 25 for Unia. Well done, Unia. Damien got a 20. Lenore. Gosh, everybody's rolling great now that they're no longer under the symbol of
1: pain. So do you guys have any, like, torches out or anything? Uh, Well,
0: I'm guessing that Neolandis and Vincarla would probably need them. They cannot see in the dark, no. Yeah, they would probably need them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Lenore got a
1: 22. We could have them both sitting in the bag of holding, like, up to their (laughs) necks. (laughs) Poking their heads out.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't want anybody to scry on where Neolandis is. So uh
1: <laughs> you still have life bubble?
0: yeah, he still has he still he would have had life bubble up for like several more hours um okay. but you know, we'll uh like <laughs> stay in the bag holding it uh and come out uh every ten minutes to take a breath.
1: <laughs> Amazing. do you right. really want to do that?
0: For neil Landis,
1: okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> not for Ben Carlo.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you have a torch out for Vencarlo? Yes, or? we have a
0: torch out for Vencarlo. Okay. Oh, Squelch got a natural 20 on right. perception. Holy shit. So,
1: as we get about close to midnight, all of you actually notice something very odd. Oh, no. There is a black shape oh, against the star field. Oh, no. Wide wings. Oh, no. There is a loud roar. In the distance, as this thing flies over,
0: put out the torch, put out the torch, put out the torch.
1: You extinguish the torch. It swings low over the sound, does a few circles. You realize that it's going to about the place where you burned the boat. It circles for a while. And this is an enormous shape. Um, it's pretty far distant, but it's quite large <laughs> uh, actually as it as it does another circle, you hear the distant sound of this rumbling voice going What? what? Um, who speaks draconic? Damien make give me uh, give me a linguistics because the the voice is carried over a very long distance.
0: All right, all right, come on, Damien.
1: Oh, 25. It said, no sign of the fire, my lady. It must be gone.
0: My lady?
1: Yes. And then uh, after it does a few more circles, it heads toward the south over the sound. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What did it say? Uh,
2: It it said, no sign of the fire, my lady.
1: Hmm. Well, anybody want to take guesses?
2: Since when does Queen Iliosa have a dragon in her employ?
1: I suppose there's really no way of knowing.
2: Um. Shit. even Garlow, are you gonna be okay walking by moonlight for the rest of the night? Until we find a place to make camp?
1: As long as you can guide me. I
2: yeah. Suppose.
0: Shit. Um. Did I happen to see any distinguishing features of its no, it? No, it was it was pretty high up. Just uh, massive just wings. This
1: massive. It it definitely looked like dragon-like wings.
0: By its size, would I be able to guess age?
1: Um. Give me an arcana. Uh. Where it's gonna be a penalty to it, but uh, yeah,
0: that's fine. Thirty-five.
1: Oh fuck! I got a plus twenty um, to arcana. You would gather that. This is a this this was a huge creature, okay. which uh, if we're looking at dragons yeah. uh, that would be just guess chromatic, probably. Uh it would be old or older. Oh boy.
0: Oh boy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: anybody feel like finding a dragon slaying weapon while we're out?:
1: <laughs> I'd rather not pick another fight right now. No. still recovering from our last.
2: Yeah, I more meant to defend ourselves when it inevitably picks up on our trail.
1: I think we need to get to Veldrain as fast as we can. Yeah. As much as I would have liked to rest for the night, I don't think there's time for that.
2: All right.
0: It looks at the uh, the rest of the spellcasters in the party, which is everyone else now. Sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: Now, the Divine Spellcasters can actually still prep their spells again. Okay. They don't actually have to sleep. Okay. They just get a limit of prepping them once per day. Okay. Damien is out of luck, though. Damien is
0: SOL. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Lenore is
1: SOL. I mean, you can still do it. You don't have to listen to Vencarlo.
0: No, I I
2: feel like listening to Vencarlo is a good idea. <laughs> well, if you want to hop in the bag of holding, I think squelch will be able to get you and neolandis some life bubble tomorrow uh in the meantime you know pop your head out (laughs) (laughs) we're just trying to make it harder for people to scry on you they're gonna scry on us you know that's inevitable but maybe it's better if they don't know exactly where neolandis or van carlo are
0: okay all right trudge along throughout the night let me see if uh, squelch or uh, I suppose Unia they can prep uh, enough lesser restos to um, get most of the party from being tired
1: now the other thing that you notice uh, along with this uh, scene of the thing flying over Uh there is a little invisible sensor hovering around Unia oh Fuck. I do
2: not have any more dispel magics today.
1: Uh I believe Squelch and Unia both noticed this.
2: I'm I'm all tapped. I can't either. Hold on, how many arcane pool points does Damien have? Yeah, Damien has two points left.
0: Damn it.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you see this uh sensor hovering around Unia. This is awkward. You see it actually like come into view a bit about midnight.
0: Uni is just going to turn and look at it hello and sort of gesture for everyone else to get out of uh, what is it like a 10 foot radius do you feel like telling me what you want
1: and there's a little bit of a pause for a couple rounds <laughs> and then you just hear hello grumpy oh my god so i was just checking in to see how you're doing but um it doesn't look like you're doing really well oh that's really bad for you (laughs) was this ascending No, it came from the uh came from the uh
0: lowry cast message through the scrying sensor yes (laughs) (laughs) can i respond uh it's been a while
1: it's they have a five percent chance yeah, of working it, through the center. It takes a couple so,
0: of rounds.
1: So so uh she it takes actually let me let me roll it. It takes like
0: a it. minute or so. <laughs>
1: yeah, let, let me roll it, let me roll it. Maybe she might not even get through. <laughs> oh no, she doesn't on the first fucking try. <laughs> Hi there, Grumpy! Oh, oh my god, it's been so long. I have so much to talk to you about. It has been a week. Oh, yes, it's been, so much has happened. Oh my god. Um, so, how are you? I am alive. Great. Um, is everyone else alive? That is none of your concern. Oh, I, you know, we're just buddies, we're friends, we're besties. I just wanted to see how you're doing you can see yeah you're you what is that jungle ooh there's bugs there yes you swats at their arm <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so i wanted to let you know that um i'd love to come and see you all again uh but i'm a little busy with some stuff here um but If you have any more information about the queen and her crown, um, you know, I'm going to just check in like every now and then. And, you know, if you just want to let me know what you know. We learned about your dragon. Oh,
0: oh, did you? Embarrassing for you. Mm. Oh, dear.
1: I'm sure you know so much. You're so smart. How awkward. Oh, look at you. You're so smart. You know so well. Sorry, I did not mean to make you feel embarrassed. Well, um, you know, I, 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 again, you're so smart, I figured you would figure something out after a little while. Um, obviously, you know, uh, due to, <clears> him <throat> due to, uh, prior engagements with the nation of Nadal, I am not currently at liberty to discuss any rumors that you may or may not be aware of regarding any dragons that may or may not have existed. <laughs> then you just hear, was that good? Was that okay? Uh, yeah? Okay. Okay. Thanks." <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I swear I'm following the rules. Anyway, um, so unless you have anything else, um, uh, probably gonna be it for me for now. Goodbye, Lowry. Bye, 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 Unia. Oh, you're so grumpy. Look at your face. Oh my god, you're grumpy. I. Oh, I took some of your hair, by the way. What? I hope you don't mind. It's just so that I can find you easier. I do mind. Well, I took it anyway. Bye. And the scrying sensor disappears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love Lowry. I hate her so much. <laughs> She's delightful. She's awful. I love her.
1: Uh, so um, you all continue on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was our zon Kuthanite friend,
1: hmm.
0: acquaintance, <laughs> frenemy? What
1: does she know that you know?
0: Uh, she knows that we were
1: interests. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Neolandis at one point poking his head out of the bag. What does she know that you know? <laughs> I'm just here to breathe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is just so absurd I know uh, Um We were working with her To determine what had happened To The blue dragon that was giving Artists on Endranial visions mm. It seems it was Related to the crown That is all we know And remains Largely all we know mm. I did take this opportunity to mock Lowry for what happened with the dragon. She has taken many such opportunities to mock us in the past, and I desired some comeuppance.
1: Interesting. If she makes contact again, it's probably worth it to see if we can get any more of what she knows. There's likely nothing that we know about the dragon that she doesn't.
0: She has insisted that she is not allowed to share any such information due to a contract with the nation of Nidal.
1: Hmm. Well, then yes, I suppose there would be very difficult to get information. She is very difficult. I would say don't be afraid to give something if you think you can get something valuable in return. But don't give too much. Anyway, I'm going back in the bag now. <laughs> good bye anyway <laughs> so um on the second day of travel through the scrub brush give me another perception
0: okay um squelch got a 31 uh Unia got an 18 lenore oh, uh, lenore got a 13 uh she is oh, distracted no. by some bugs natural one uh and damien got a 21 um and oh and portobello portobello can also check Portobello got a 25.
1: So, um, you all become aware. uh, Basically, as you're walking along, uh, you hear the crack of something breaking nearby.
0: Lenore whips around. Her faux shard is out. Who's there?
1: Uh, And uh, immediately, there will be rustling in the bushes as four people come forward from all sides of you guys. They have dark skin and their hair looks wet. They're wearing some rather regal-looking armor, uh, and they have very fine javelins in their hands that all crackle with electricity as they close in around you.
0: Hi, um, we don't want to fight
1: you. And one of them will say, and we do not want to fight you, however. And then there will be this distant sound. You see something rising from the south, a whirlpool of water, oh no! That comes forward, oh no! And splashes down um, between two of these javelin-wielding people. And as the as this torrent of water is cascading down, you see uh, briefly in the in the torrent of water the shape of a very large man with a fish-like tail. And as the water is cascading down onto this place. You see the tail divide out into legs, and then one of the hands outstretches and wraps this trident against the ground, and he watches the column of water splashes down around you. And before you, there is a very muscular, dark-skinned man who looks at you with fiery eyes. In one hand, he holds a massive trident, and in the other, he holds a piece of burnt wood. And as he tosses the wood at your feet, what does this guy say? All right. Which of you wants to tell me why my daughter is dead? Uh, and we'll pick up with that, <laughs> that. next time
0: <laughs> on Curse of the
1: Crimson Throne. <laughs>
0: Hey everyone, welcome, Mike. Mike, Prince it's me, of the Prince
1: of Spades. Yes. A beautiful guest, <laughs> a beautiful guest
0: who will be here for a little while while we do a little bit of Ophelia stuff. Oh boy!
1: <laughs> oh, oh boy! I do a little bit of Ophelia stuff
0: without Ophelia. No! Oh, no. Look, more than just the party can mourn Ophelia's death. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, you know, I, I was, I've been wondering like when, when Ophelia's family was gonna find out. So. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Fun oh, boy. times. Fun times. Oh jeez. Oh boy. Oh I don't Mike, like... I'm so
1: excited. Oh me too.
0: Oh <laughs> Mike, I'm so excited. Oh boy.
1: Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Mike, would you would you like to describe what the character looks like? Uh, uh, basically, the only the only things that are set in stone, um uh, dark skin, uh, and has a trident. Yes. Uh very tall. Uh, very like you tall. said very muscular, well well defined. Um, especially the uh, upper arms from swimming and fighting.
0: He kind of skips leg day, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fin day but yeah <laughs> uh very regal armor like uh like rain said the the large trident and his stare has this kind of smoldering intensity like he's almost staring deep into your soul and judging who you are just by looking at you
0: oh my god oh boy yeah
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah And we will see how he judges you. Oh boy! (laughs) Next Next time! time On on Curse Curse of the Crimson Throne!
0: very special welcome to mike also known as the prince of spades mike is a great friend of ours whom we've had the pleasure of playing games with for years you can check out more of his stuff on twitch.tv forward slash the underscore prince underscore of underscore spades He will be with us for the next few episodes as the party deals with how Ophelia's vigilante career and untimely demise have affected the merfolk of Conqueror's Bay. To Have not To Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Duxer. The Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape to see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out sirenscape.com. This session also featured music from Michael Gelfiadio and Philip Melvin, including "The Moonlight Flower," "The Last Dragonlord," and "The Crimson Banquet: Red Ravens Waltz." We are on Twitter at to have and to roll. Rain is at rain zero. That's R A N E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, .tumblr tohaventoroll.tumblr.com. And remember, we do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email, tohaventoroll at gmail.com, subject line, Rain's Day Job. With that, we are entering our third between-book break. We're going to take a little while to build up our backlog, and then we will be back with our prologue to Book 4, an underwater adventure with Ophelia's father. Check out our social media channels for updates on our return. In the meantime, this is a great opportunity to get caught up on any episodes you've missed, or to get your friends into the show. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. That reminds me. um, For bookkeeping purposes, we would have removed all of Ophelia's gear. Yes, Yes, yes. (laughs) clearly. We're not. We burn all of her (laughs) loot. We burn
1: the celestial armor. (laughs) Yes. Who needs it anyway? We give the we give the siren garb to Nia Landis. (laughs) Well, just. Definitely more room in the chest, but the waist is a tight. How do you feel about boot plate? Hmm, <laughs> not a huge fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trust me, you should have seen what I was wearing after the Ergothan lady.
1: Uh, I would say, I would say that this should give you a plus one circumstance bonus on survival checks to get through to get along in the wild. Okay, okay, because that's what a machete does. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. I would go so far as to say it should give you a plus two. It's better <laughs> than a machete. <laughs> Sorry, I have a cookery and I'm forever in the cookeries are great club. The the shape of a cookery blade is the perfect way to cut through brush.
0: We stand cookeries in this house. We
1: stand cookeries.